Welcome to the Boom Boom Performance Podcast, your resource for science-based training and nutrition, data-driven coaching, and education-focused content. Before we get into this podcast, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen and learn with me so that you can apply what you are about to learn, take my strategies, use these tools, and finally have some serious methods to see sustainable success with your physique, your mind, and your life. This podcast was built on the foundation of applied education, and I'm excited for you to be here so you can have that experience with me. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to the show. Today is all about personal development. So today I'm going to dive into a personal story about my life, um, a traumatic situation that happened that made me radically shift the way I looked at life and the way I wanted to approach life and the things I wanted to accomplish, a, a journey through something called Resurrection Week, which was an insane really just situation or experience for me to really push myself in all categories of my life, emotionally, mentally, physically. Um, And then I dive into the world's greatest morning routine, which is really like me showing you exactly how I set up my mornings. And I have been setting up my morning for about six years now. And now there's a point system with it. So you can kind of just take it from me. And I put a bunch of links in the show notes. So make sure you check out those as you listen. Um, But basically, you can take this morning routine, you can shift it to your own style, and you can run with it. Guys, if this helped you in any way, please do me a huge favor, share this. That's the best way for us to grow the podcast, to reach more people and to impact more people. And you can help me do that directly by taking a screenshot of the show, heading over to Instagram, posting it on your story and tagging myself at Cody.BoomBoom. And make sure if you want the green drink I talked about in the episode or any supplement for that matter, check out Top Notch Nutrition. You can click the link in the description and save 10 to 15% off. Without any further ado, let's get on to the show. The world's greatest morning routine. That's a pretty bold statement. I wrote a blog about it recently, um, and that's what we're going to touch on today. And I want to show you how to set up your perfect morning routine, which is another bold statement, the perfect morning routine, the greatest morning routine. Uh, But in all honesty, I truly believe uh, that I've discovered it. I believe that that's actually what I've been using, and I think it's what I've been teaching to a lot of my clients. So I want to share that with you today um, because, you know, I've gone through so many different routines and practices and rituals um, that I've boiled down to just a handful of things, really. And, and that's what I really want to dive into today. And I think they can truly change your life in, honestly, how you show up as an individual in everything you do. Uh, but Let's take a step back first because I want to share a story before I dive into the actual morning routine. So I am, don't worry, I am going to literally lay out exactly what to do. It's actually a point system. So I'm going to show you exactly what to do. I'm going to show you how to track your points. I'm going to show you how to execute the perfect morning routine and how to build your own version of that perfect morning routine. But I want to tell you why um, I'm even doing this in the first place, why I'm talking about this and why I'm so passionate about this idea And to be honest with you, there came a point in my life and career where I became obsessed with personal development, like just literally obsessed. I mean, I'm still kind of obsessed, (laughs) to be honest, but it's uh, if there's anything I want to be addicted to, it's definitely becoming a better person, like the act of becoming a better person, the pursuit of expansion. And it is kind of controlled my, my thought process for a long time now is like, How do you constantly strive to be the best version of yourself? What can you do to constantly get better and better and better? And how can you shift your day? And how can you let that rub off on other people? How can you uh, affect other people so they feel that way too and they want to do the same thing? Um, And I kept thinking about this as I became, you know, I I think it started by first getting into training because 
that in itself is a, is a form of personal development. And the more I got into training and the more I got into the grind and the process and the more patient I got with consistency and seeing that process manifest, um, the more and more obsessed I became with other forms of personal development. So I got into nutrition and then I got into mindset and I got into all these things. Um, and, and the first thing that I, I really got my hands on when I started diving into uh, personal development in general was a book. And the book is by Robin Sharma. I'll link all these books in the show notes because I'm going to name a few. Um, the book was called Leader Who Had No Title, The Leader Who Had No Title. Um, after I read it, I actually ended up buying the audiobook and I listened to that as well. Um, and the second time was even more powerful than the first. And I highly recommend everybody listen to this. This is actually something that I have all my uh, coaches and, and the people on my team read is, and listen to as well because it's honestly just so impactful and it's such a good story. Um, so if you're one of those people that struggles with learning personal development and diving into that stuff because it's kind of dry, this will this is a perfect book for you because it, it's a story. It's Technically, it's fiction. It's not a true story. So it's a tale. It's a story. It's it's a fictional book that is easy to follow along with, but the valuable lessons inside are just so powerful. So I, I highly recommend everybody listen to it. But it's about a uh, essentially it's about um, a, a guy who gets a job at a library and starts working his way up the corporate ladder and it's all thanks to the janitor and the janitor kind of takes him through this journey of, of just helping him and being such a kind person and all of a sudden he realizes everybody knows this janitor and everybody loves this janitor and then he gets in this janitor's car and the car is way nicer than that of a normal janitor's and it turns out he is the CEO of this massive corporation um, but it's so powerful because the CEO of this massive corporation started at the beginning of the book cleaning up the floors because the leader had no title. It's a collective. It's it's so, so powerful. So highly recommend that. After I read that book, I got my hands on another one of his books, Robin Sharma's books, and it was called The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, uh, which really puts a lot of life's uh, valuable and t tangible things into perspective, kind of teaches you what's important in life. I mean, the, the title says it all, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, and it's about a very wealthy uh, businessman. I believe it was a lawyer or an attorney it's years ago that I read this. And uh, he became a monk, and that journey is wild. So that's a really good book. And then after I read that, and this is the last one, I'll, I'll move on with the story or with the podcast. But after I read that, I got my hands on some of Paulo Coelho's books. And The Alchemist is the one that really shifted my perspective. In fact, so much that um, I was actually talking to Shannon about this recently because I have an appointment. This is wild, side note. It takes two years to get in for this guy. But the guy who did my leg sleeve, phenomenal tattoo artist. But I have an appointment booked for March 2022. So I keep bugging him like, yo, did you get any cancels? Did you get any cancels? Because I'm trying to get in sooner. Um, but I have a, a, an appointment with him for a few days to, to get my back done. And I'm going to basically cover most of my back. And, and I, one of my ideas for it, because I'm going through a few different ideas, was actually doing an alchemist-themed book. Because this entire book... It's a fictional story again, so this is really easy to read, just like the leader who had no title. But it's about a little boy who who chases his what they call his personal legend, and his personal legend is his destiny. It's it's his personal story that he is writing, he is creating. It's his success, it's his journey, it's his process, it's his personal legend. And it's really powerful, and he and he follows his journey um, all the way through Egypt into the pyramids, and it's it's just wild. He finds love along the way. It's Really, really powerful. It teaches you a lot about omens and lessons of life and, and chasing your dreams. So if you ever need motivation or if you ever need the urge to just stop sitting and staying put and, and really getting after your goals, like that's the book to read. 
Um, but I thought about doing a full back tattoo based on that book where there would be like a path leading to a pyramid and the pyramid would be glowing at the top. And then there'd be a boy following that and that boy's obviously me. And then it would have the personal legend quote in there, like had this whole idea of, of stuff. And I really like Egypt, Egyptian history too. So it would be a cool piece. But nonetheless, I read The Alchemist, fired me up and it got me really, really motivated. And, and, the, and the cool thing about this is honestly, I hated reading when I was growing up, but I loved to write. So I had a connection to words and stuff, but I was never introduced to anything that truly captivated me or changed the way I saw things in life. But these books finally did that. And I was just hooked to reading uh, after that. And the, and the list just continued to grow. And I really never stopped reading. It just became a part of my day. So this was good because I was growing as an individual and I was becoming consistent with the positive habit of reading, which is a good principle to kind of go into this daily routine thing with. It's like having these principles and habits in place and they're repeated on a daily basis. But this habit of reading um, had a huge carryover into my self-discipline and consistency in life in general. But I wanted more. I wanted something more direct to me specifically. Um, and the more I read about successful people who actually, uh, who were actually happy as well, which I'll link another podcast I did about, um, I think it's the seven common traits of highly successful individuals, really, really popular podcast we did. Um, and I talk about it in there and I, I really got into studying successful entrepreneurs and CEOs and, and businessmen and, and fathers and parents and, and pastors and people that had a following, had reach, had clout, had inspiration had control and had power and had influence and I was like how do these people get to where they're at and become so successful while being so happy as well and having their shit together essentially um, and I realized one thing they all had a very specific morning routine so as I dug into these people's lives and these people's processes they all had a very specific morning routine almost to the point of being like OCD they got up earlier than everyone else in the household. They did not check on work and they got right into personal work or personal development, self-development. Um, and I just knew this wasn't a coincidence. So I started studying more about these individuals and seeing what they actually did uh, inside that morning routine. But more importantly, what made them have that shift? You know, like all these successful individuals, they all have common traits and one of them being a morning routine. What caused them to do that? And, and what caused them to become obsessed with personal development? What caused me to be obsessed with personal development? What continues this obsession? Um, and it kind of led me to this one thing, right? They all attended some kind of event, joined a mastermind, had a specific coach. They met somebody along their journey. They had a specific situation happen. So it, it was this thing where I was watching and I was like, okay, all of these people had a traumatic injury issue, accident, something that caused them to make a radical shift and commit to a specific event process or journey that pushed them to grow. Like that was the catalyst of this. And I looked at my life and I was like, what really happened with me that caused me to get obsessed with personal development and want to strive for more? And, and it started with a traumatic event. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but when I was 21, I believe it was, um, I got jumped really bad. Um, actually ended up in the hospital unconscious. Um, uh, I got hit in the head with a bottle of uh, a half gallon of liquor and it was completely full uh, and it smashed over my head because I have a really hard head and uh, split open my eye and then uh, a few people can proceeded to jump me. I mean, head bashing against the, the steps, uh, kicking me in the head, punch me in the face. Like it was really bad until people broke it up and stuff and I just woke up in the hospital. Um, and the crazy thing is I had no idea who it was. So it was literally like wrong place, wrong time. I was actually walking out of a doorway and just got smashed in the head. So 
it's a long story. <laughs> Nobody really knows uh, about that, and, and there's no, there was no reason. But it was a huge, valuable lesson to me because I woke up in the hospital, and they told me, you know, you, you could be dead right now. Um, and I have one of my best friends to thank for that because he was the only person I knew in the vicinity, and he helped save me. But that moment just changed everything in my head. It was like, what am I doing with my life? You know, it's not that I was a bad person, but I wasn't making strides of success. I wasn't chasing personal development. I wasn't becoming a better individual. I wasn't doing anything to impact other people, really. Um, you know, I was training some people, but it wasn't anything crazy. So I, I really, really dove into all this after that. And I ended up uh, going to an event. And the event was called Resurrection Week. So Resurrection Week was kind of in – and I'll post a blog that I wrote about this morning routine in the show notes of this podcast. And I highly recommend you go check it out. There's a cool picture of me getting punched in the face uh, while punching another guy in the face. And I, and I – based on the picture, I think I have the upper hand. Like he's, he's rocked back a little bit further than I am. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, I went to this thing called Resurrection Week. And it was this – it was a full week in San Diego, California. And it was – uh, it was kind of modeled off of Warrior Week, which is something that um, I've been close to and, and a part of in the past, uh, Wake Up Warrior. And it was essentially a modeled version of that. And it was this week where you just went through these challenges, you know. Um, I mean, the, the, the part of me getting punched in the face was one of the challenges we did. It was called Bull in the Ring. And this is where a group of men line up on the wall and as the ref, uh, or in the case of like my coach that was in there, blows the whistle they run out and get 15 to 20 seconds in the ring with the bull, which at the time was me. We all had to be the bull at one point. Um, I mean, at the time, I was 165 pounds soaking wet, 22 years old, going up against a group of middle-aged men at least 30 pounds heavier than me. One was even an ex-football player, like NCAA college player, weighing probably like 60 to 80 pounds more than me. Um, I got rocked multiple times. I was shook, scared, hyperventilating. Um, I remember going through the six dudes in a row, 15 to 20 seconds. doesn't sound like that long. But 15 to 20 seconds of getting rocked and then immediately the next guy comes out and you do it again, it's a lot. It's it's crazy. But I sat down after that and I, I was outside the team huddle because everybody huddled in. They were talking about the lesson because I was the last person to go. Um, I was just sitting there pondering what happened. I was pissed. I was embarrassed. I was hurt. I was sad. I was, I was scared. I was alive. And I know that sounds weird and like a lunatic, but the truth is it made me feel unstoppable. Granted, I, I got my ass kicked. And I knew that, but I did it. I made it through the beating. I made it through what I think, didn't think I, I could have made it through. I made it through boxing six guys in a row, nonstop, all bigger than me, just an hour after my first boxing lesson ever. Literally, like we didn't really learn how to box before that. And on top of all that, I didn't know this was even going down until I pulled up in the parking lot. So like we literally showed up to this gym to box and then we walked in the gym. They handed us gloves and said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to teach you how to box. And we're like, oh, okay. And you're going to spar. Okay. And then when we got to spar, they're like, it's called bull in the ring. So like these things were happening basically on, on the fly, on, on the spot, on, uh, by complete surprise. And my first lesson was simple with all this. You need to shock the system. Like I needed to be shocked. I needed change. I needed awareness. I needed to see what was possible. I needed to see where I was weak. I needed to feel adrenaline. I needed to beat the odds. I needed something that was going to shock me into growth. And in life, this is something you need periodically to wake you up to reality and shock you into a better path for yourself. Because when you get lazy and compliant, good things rarely ever happen. Like think about that. 
When you get lazy and compliant, good things rarely ever happen. It's when you step into discomfort and challenge and resistance that great things happen. But the reason I share this story uh, as we go into this is because it was my very first mastermind, quote unquote. Um, And masterminds had a different outlook back then because they were just starting. So it wasn't you know, anything specific like it is now, like some masterminds are just purely about funnels or purely about sales, whatever it may be. Um, It was one full week uh, in Pacific Beach, San Diego, seven men uh, forced to be vulnerable and open-minded, pushed physically, mentally, and emotionally every single day and stripped of all material items. Like we had no phones during the days, all wore the same clothes. We were staying in shitty hotels. Like we ate the same things every day. Like we were just cogs. We were robotic. We were the same guys. So we were stripped of, of identity in a sense so that we could be vulnerable and open up our minds and, and, and share as men together. It was, it was pretty, it was wild. It was emotional. It was, it was mentally fatiguing and challenging, physically draining. It was a crazy uh, thing. But during this week, I just, I changed as an individual. Um, we did some crazy things. I mean, to think about some of the things we did is like, there was one day where we had this beach workout where we had to do like, it was like a hundred yard bear crawl, 100 burpees, 100 squats, 100 put, like just insane in the sand, which makes it even harder. And then we had to jump in the cold water. It was like five in the morning. Like it was just nuts. And then we sat there after we're just completely smashed and we meditated as the sun rose up over the Pacific. Just crazy and just deep. And you just think and you're just staring out into the ocean for, for like minutes and minutes on end, probably like 10 to 20 minutes, just sitting there staring into the ocean, thinking, being in your own mind after something so brutal. It was wild, but it was it was really impactful. Um, the next day, we woke up and we had to hike up this crazy hike, um, which they encouraged us to run up. So we ran up this hike. By the time we finally got there, we're just smashed and drained. And there was these boulders, these like big rocks, and we had to do a workout. We had to do uh, like literally this like big ass circuit where we're running up and down, carrying rocks, doing lunges, overhead pressing them like nuts. And then we had to run back down, right? Like, and every day we had these different things. One day was boxing. Like, we had these crazy physically draining things. One day was CrossFit, and they just destroyed us on purpose. But every day there was something that we had to do that was just brutally challenging. Um, And it physically broke us down. And then after that, we would sit in a room and we would get super vulnerable about our insecurities, about our life, about what we want, about what we hate, about ourselves, about, like, worthiness and acceptance. Like, just the deepest shit I've ever been through. Um, but the point being is like, this is what I had to do to really open my eyes. Like it it almost seemed like I removed some like foggy contacts from my eyes and I could just see now. Like I remember coming home and people being like, yo, you've changed, man. You're like, you're different and not in a bad way, but you're different. And it was my energy, like the way I perceived myself, the way I showed up, my confidence, everything changed. And it was so weird because there wasn't any one thing. You know, there was some some tactics from the book like loving what is and there was some, like some things like positive focus and, and some deep meditation practices and, and, and teachings that we did that really helped. Um, but I had this big major insight after that. If someone was watching my every move every day, would I be living the life I wanted to live? Would they see what I wanted to portray? Would the man I would become be proud? And this kind of relates to a quote that I heard recently, and it was about being a parent. It's like, be the person you want your child to grow up to be. And it was like, whoa, like that's crazy. But it comes back to like people are watching you. Your child child is watching you at all times. 
you are their influence. And I had this major insight after, after going through this week because I realized after reflecting and getting all this deep work in that I wasn't living as the person I wanted to be. And if I, if I stepped forward 10 years, I could look back and be like, man, what are you doing? You have so much more potential. The answer was no, I wasn't. I could do better. I could be better. I could become more as an individual. And I now knew essentially like what my true potential was and could see with vivid clarity, like serious clarity, who I wanted to actually become. But my daily actions didn't match up to those of the individual I was dreaming about becoming. Um, And this is where like the morning routine kind of came into play. And this is where the philosophy I have on how to expand and how to personal develop really started to grow. Um, You know, at this point, I knew I needed a better morning routine because A, that's what all successful people had done in common. That's what led me to doing Resurrection Week in the first place. It was following these people in their footsteps. Um, that's what my coaches during Resurrection Week kept telling me. So they were like pushing me. And, and third, like it's the way I could put myself into power. And by putting myself into power, I mean having a way to take control. Every single morning, putting yourself into power is a way to put yourself in control of your day, doing specific things that allow you to tap into your full potential, create clarity, and produce at a higher level. Be a better husband and father for me. Become the best coach I could possibly be. Be weaponized. I always love that word as a human being, like physically weaponized. Like, am I in the top shape that I could possibly be in? And what I was taught by my mentors at the time is that there are four pillars to focus on in life, which will allow us to tap into that person we want to become. And this was originally, as far as I know, created by Gary J. White of Wake Up Warrior. So I want to give him credit because that's where I, uh, where all of this really stemmed from because uh, he was the mentor of my mentors. And, you know, I still talk to some of the guys at Wake Up Warrior. I still use a lot of the practices um, that they use and I'm still involved uh, somewhat. So it's still near and dear to my heart. Um, and I'm sure other people have similar things. Like I've said this before, like I call it the four pillars of power. Gary J. White calls it uh, body being balanced business. He calls it the code. Um, there's plenty of people. Andreas calls it, uh, he, he has his foundation, which is a little bit different, but it's, it's, uh, fitness, faith, family, fruitfulness and fruitfulness is, is where business or finance or uh, reward and, and giving and stuff like that falls into play. And then he adds fellowship, which is friendship and connection. But the point being is, is like most people in this world of personal development, they do have their own version of this. Um, but like I said, Gary J. White was the first person to introduce it to me. Um, and I passed it on to, uh, he passed it on to my mentors and I passed it on to my mentor clients. And, and since then, it has spread to thousands, if not millions of others in the world on how to become a better man or woman. Uh, Garrett, like I said, calls it the core four and that's body, being, balance, and business. It's the four pillars of life, essentially. Health and fitness and nutrition. Uh, yourself, which is your mind, your spirituality, your emotional well-being, your relationships, which can be your spouse or it could be your family, it could be friends. And then your finances, which could be your business, could be your career, could be investments, could be whatever it is um, that your job or your financial situation is is centered around. Um, but these are the four things we constantly as human beings focus on improving. It's what we set all of our goals around essentially and it's exactly what we need to focus on in order to have it all, quote unquote. Uh, but there is a reasoning around the, the order of the pillars here because if you focus on your business first, it will not help your marriage, fitness, being so on and so forth. And, and that's like a really good point to think about because that stuck out to me a lot. Um, you have to go in that order. So like if you focus on getting healthy by training every week, moving every single day and fueling your body to be quote unquote weaponized or healthy or, or, or optimal, um, you will be a different human being. 
You'll be confident. You'll be clear. You'll be sharp. You'll be quick. You'll be intelligent. You'll be energetic. You'll be enthusiastic. You will show up as a different person. When you lock into your health, your being or your quote unquote self changes. This is your mindset shift, shifting, literally. Your internal energy is vibing. Your spirit is lifting up. Your emotional uh, well-being is becoming uh, just more positive. You're becoming more clear as an individual. You're tapping into your health and it's unlocking your mind. Once you unlock that mind, you become unstoppable, unstoppable and you open emotions and a, uh, you're really just a confident person all around. And we see this all the time with people who get in shape. Their confidence goes through the roof. Their productivity at work changes. Like everything shifts because they got healthy. And it's very true. But you show up differently, specifically in your relationships. Now the way you treat others and the energy you give off is well-received, more well-received. And you start appreciating them more. You start giving them more. You start loving them harder. You start doing it all with absolute certainty. So if you get this far, your body is healthier and ready to go. Your mind is sharp as and clear as can be. Your relationships are on fire because you showed up as that different individual. There, there's really no way your business can't go up. <laughs> it, just, it just happens, which is why business comes last. It goes body, being, balance, business. So you have to take care of your health. Then you have to take care of yourself. Then you have to take care of your, your spouse, your relationships. And then after that, your business will be okay. It'll probably grow without you needing to even focus on it. Um, it's a successful byproduct of the rest, which means you don't really need to focus on marketing and strategy and all that stuff. It doesn't mean you shouldn't because we all do inside a business, but the point being is it does come last. And for a lot of people, especially men who are in this situation that I've run into and, and I fell victim of the same thing, um, so did my dad and I watched it happen with him. You think business first. You think as a man because the stereotype um, and, and the way you may have been raised, like you just work right? And you just, just focus on the money and you just try to provide. And that's great. But like, we all know that that's, that's not the whole picture. That's not what leads to happiness in anybody's life, nor yours, nor your family's. Um, and now, you know, like everybody is, is equally capable of doing everything in the world that like, there is no roles. Like we all have to do everything. Uh, but that, and that's a complete side tangent, but I was programmed that way. My mind was programmed that way based on seeing my, my father growing up and, and seeing how he prioritized business over everything else. Um, at first, eventually, like I had a really great, great relationship with him. But, um, but yeah, that, that kind of rubs off on some people as they get older. But as you can see now, um, like if you go in this, this order, uh, you are going to really see success in your life. And, it, and it's these four categories. And this is why I used to have these shirts for Boom Boom Performance when the company was called that. Uh, that said on the back, it said, your body is the fastest path to power. And this is exactly why, because it has to go in this order, body being balanced business, fitness, faith, family, finance, body, mind, relationships, business, health, spirit, spouse, finance, however you want to spin it, however you want to say it, there's so many different interpretations out there, but it doesn't matter. The concept is the key. Um, so, so now we kind of have this context. So, so <laughs> like I, I'm kind of going on rants here, uh, but I'm really passionate about this stuff. And I think that if you're not striving for growth, like what are you doing? Like expansion is the purpose of life. So, so now we're at this point where hopefully you have a better understanding as to why I'm so passionate about this. Uh, what has helped fuel my entrepreneurial journey? Um, this event that literally shaped who I am as an individual. Um, and it, and it kind of set me on this path to have this morning routine, which I've literally had for six plus years. Um, and I've done it every single day. Uh, obviously there's days where you, you skip your morning routine, you mess up and, and things change over time because 
as you get comfortable in your routine and your system gets kind of uh, complacent or stale, you got to switch things up. Even if it's just a small change, sometimes it can stimulate you uh, to be more motivated, more growth. Um, but there's a system and that's what we're going to get into next. This world's greatest morning routine, quote unquote, system. Um, and the first thing you need to remember is that we have to have some way to track it all because without metrics, is it working? And the same exact thing we tell our clients, a tailored coaching method is we need to see what's working and what's not in order to determine how to adjust and tailor the process to you inside of training and nutrition. That means recording your diet, tracking weights, lifting the gym, paying attention to biofeedback, looking at stress markers, seeing the numbers over the weeks. Uh, but in the case of self-development in a morning routine, we're just going to have a point system. You, if you were single, it's seven points per day. If you're in a relationship, it's eight points per day, which you'll see why in a sec here. Each category has two points minus the relationship category if you are single. You'd only have one there. Um, now, we have a way of tallying up these wins so we know if we are doing what we said we would do and we know if it's working. Uh, we use this as a gauge essentially to see how effective it is and, and if you are drifting, which is uh, a term that that is used inside of this whole coaching thing. It's kind of as a way of, of things are slipping and it's causing all your pillars to be out of whack. Um, when we have points, we can see where you are lacking and correlate that drift right to the, the missing thing. So if you're starting to have negative thoughts, if you're starting to have doubt and scarcity and fear-based judgment creeping into your mind, we can say like what inside of your four pillars inside of your routine has fallen off. And you can say, oh, I've been skipping meditation or I haven't been journaling as deeply. I haven't been spending as much time here. Or I've been leaving out gratitude for my wife or my husband. Now we can say, hey, like that's causing you to drift. Like let's bring that back in. And I know it sounds crazy, but we, we bring this one little thing back into your life, into your morning routine, and all of a sudden everything starts expanding again. Everything starts growing again. Um, it's also a form of accountability. In fact, it's, it's a powerful form of accountability that can have the psychological benefit of creating a kind of dopamine kick every time you check off your box. Um, this is an addictive brain chemical, if you don't know. Um, the same one we get a kick from when we get an Instagram like or comment, which is pathetic, but it's true. Like, by, like when we get a like on Instagram, we feel good. Well, by checking off your points every day and getting that, that drip of dopamine from these positive aspects, we're essentially creating an addiction to self-improvement and a better life. I truly believe that. That's why like, I love the book uh, Atomic Habits, um, and it's why I'm so big on habit tracking is because of this. Um, add to that, oxytocin is released in many of the actions we take in with, uh, within our routine, like appreciation to others, for example, which allows us to feel really good inside and have an unbelievable sense of reward every time we do whatever action it may be. Uh, once again, creating that positive reinforcement to stay consistent. So like this, this oxytocin and this dopamine kick and drip and, and process and these chemical reactions in our brain are literally causing us to want to do more and more of these positive things that make our life better. Um, so there's even science behind this. <laughs> it's not just by chance that this works well and it seems really simple, but there's literally a science to this. Um, so now that we know there's, you know, there's, there, there's a whole morning routine, there's a system and there's a point system around it. We have these four pillars and we can break down these point systems. And this is the last thing I'll leave you with today is just kind of breaking down these point systems so you can kind of run with it. Um, and I highly can encourage you, you know, if there's any, anyone listening and you have questions about this, like shoot me an email. I love talking about this stuff and I'd be happy to do a full, um, shit, like a full self-development Q and a, if I need to, if you, if a bunch of you guys have questions and you all send them in, I'll do a Q and a breaking down like questions on a morning routine, questions on self-development, questions on what books to read, how to read, how to journal, all those kind of things. You just, just got to let me know. Um, 
but the pillar number one is health, right? Fitness it is fitness and fuel. It is body. It is is uh, whatever you want to call it, but it's it's your health. Um, and we're breaking this up into two categories for two points. Uh, you'll have fitness and fuel. And like I said, every category has two points. The only one that will have one is your relationships. Um, unless you have uh, a wife or a husband or a significant other, then you have two points there. Uh, but broken up into two categories for two points, we have fitness and we have fuel. In other words, we have movement and we have nutrition. So for many of you listening to this, um, you're this part is going to be easy because you probably train. I mean, if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you're probably in the gym. You probably train quite often. You should, you might even be training right now as you're listening to this. Uh, but point being, that might not be a struggle. So if you're anything like me, that's definitely the case. Um, I track my nutrition. I practice what I preach, in other words. And I train my body every single day. And you don't need to ask me to do it. I want to do it. I'm going to do it. I, you don't have to, you know, I don't have to pull strings or, or fight it whatsoever. But for those of you who don't normally train or, or track your nutrition or you just don't do it daily, that's your duty. Every day, ideally in the morning, if we want to keep this as a way to set up the tone for the day, you need to train and plan your diet. It's simple and it's effective. How will you train your body? How will you eat today? Having a plan is the only way to to really reach success and build uh, the body you want and build your confidence and, and build this area of your life. So just every single day, how will you train? How will you eat? Having that plan in place. For those of you who already do this as second nature like I do, we'll take it up a notch. This also includes those of who just want to go all in. So even if you don't have this as a daily habit and you're just like, fuck it, I just want to do everything I can, this is you too. Your morning routine will require complete separate fitness and fuel action. So you have to separately do these things in the morning. You will train in the afternoon, let's say, or later in the day like I do. I train at 3.30 p.m. every single day. Um, but you will also train in the morning uh, and you will track your nutrition regardless, uh, but you will also add a green string. So in the morning, you need to start with something that shifts your mind into a positive and healthy place. That's the whole purpose here. You're kind of rewiring your brain. You're setting yourself up for a healthier day and for a more consistent day, kind of a way to essentially shock the system, right? Get you in the right mind frame. Um, just like me getting punched in the face by a 250-pound linebacker, <laughs> just not as painful. But you're going to do this every morning. So you're gonna kick, going to move your body in some way, shape, or form, walk, mobility, stretching, or short interval sessions first thing in the morning for your fitness point. I mean, you could even do like a cold shower if you wanted to. Um, like there's, there's different times in your life where you need different things. Once upon a time, I did something very uh, intense because I needed that. I would do a, a minute of minute sprint on the salt bike, or I would do 10 explosive burpees outside in the cold first thing in the morning, something that would really shock the system and get me to wake up and, and shift my mind right away. Uh, but right now I don't need as much of that because I actually prefer a calm morning because I've gone through the intense stuff. So I do stretching. I do mobility and stretching for 10 minutes. I have a flow. I use an app called GoWad. I really like it. It's custom to me when I do my mobility and I just sit there and I stretch and do mobility while listening to audiobooks. So that's my movement for the day. And the next thing is you're going to slam a green shrink uh, with 16 to 20 ounces of water right away before you put anything else in your body. You are hydrating and you are shoveling massive amounts of nutrients in your body. More than being a magic supplement, it's a way to program your brain for health right away because we know there is no magic supplements. Now, I do recommend a green drink to a lot of my clients. If you want the best one, in my opinion, head over to Top Notch. There's a link in the show notes that allows you to save 10 to 15%. But that's the green drink I use is Top Notch Nutrition's green drink, and it actually tastes better than the other ones on the market, in my opinion. Uh, but the point here is not that like drinking a green drink is going to fix all your blood markers and help you lose weight. It's not the case. It is healthy, and it is packed with nutrients, and it has enzymes and probiotics and all these great things in it. But really what we're doing here is we're programming our brain for health. 
So we're waking up in the morning and we're immediately hydrating and putting a bunch of quality nutrients into our body. And that's going to allow us to shift into a healthier mindset and more likely be consistent with the, the habits we have in place, right? So it's really a mental thing. Now, to cap that up, we have fitness and fuel, which is body or health. Um, your fitness needs to be anything. Go on a walk outside, take a cold shower, mobility, do stretching, a flow, do a short interval session, um, or train if you want to train first thing in the morning. Um, and then your fuel is tracking your diet or a green drink or both. Uh, but no matter what, there's some kind of fitness and there's some kind of nutrition perspective in the morning. That's, that's pillar number one, and that's your first two points. Pillar number two self or being or your spirituality or you, your emotional well-being, everything about yourself personally, this is where you take care of you between the ears and inside your head. Um, and there are the, the two points we get here are going to be from meditation and for journaling. Um, there are many forms of meditation, so I don't think uh, you need to like sit crisscross applesauce and uh, <laughs> sound like a little kid saying that on a patterned rug, you know, and, and um, why you do it. Although I will say I, I have done that in a, in a meditation practice. Uh, it was required in, in doing the um, – it's actually really effective. So if, if you're alone and you're not going to wake up anybody by doing it, I would recommend it because it actually does work. Uh, but you don't need to do that. You, you just need stillness. That's really it. You need a distraction from stress, anxiety, overwhelm, the outside world essentially – uh, because that's truly what meditation is. Like if I had to define it, define meditation, it would honestly just be uh, distracting your mind from all the negative, stressful things in life in general. It's creating stillness. Um, it's also a way to clear your head and be alone with your thoughts, which is what helps you create clarity and focus. It's exactly why so many thought leaders meditate. Um, it also allows them to sit in their own heads and create clarity on what they want, what needs to happen, the plan of achievement, plan of success, what can be achieved or, or, or created. Uh, it, it really just it ultimately creates a massive amount of clarity in your life. Um, so you get one point for meditation. This can be lying and listening to meditation sounds for 5 to 20 minutes. It could be going on a walk with no phone or headphones or it could be, you know, really I guess the cold shower could be implemented in this too, but I probably would recommend an actual meditation. Um but at the end of the day, like as unpleasant as a cold shower it is, it does create stillness and a calm of, uh, after the shock. Uh, but my recommendation is choosing one that works well for you and you can repeat on a daily basis because, again, this is your daily morning routine. You need to do this every single day. So my choice personally is meditation for five to ten minutes um, depending on, on how much time I have and uh, how much clarity I feel like I need. If I'm in a more stressed state, I will push for a longer meditation even though that's harder because in your mind you want to go, go, go and you're already stressed so you don't want to spend time meditating. But that always tells me as a sign like because I don't want to means that I need it. Uh, but anyway, my choice, five to ten minutes. Um, I, I do believe in doing most of this first thing in the morning, but I actually opt for a uh, second lunch lunchtime meditation on most days um, that's longer. So sometimes in the morning I'll do like a couple minutes of breathing or I'll just skip it completely and I do mine in the middle of the day. I think when you're starting this out, it, it's good to have everything in the morning. But I know for me, my most stressed position and my most the part where I need to like kind of recenter myself the most is always at noon. It's in the middle of the day after I've done a ton of stuff um, in the office. I'm just grinding away. The best thing for me to do is honestly just sit down and meditate for ten minutes. So that's that's usually what I when I choose to meditate personally. Um, and the next point, you're going to journal. This is something that can be challenging for a lot of people because. Thoughts don't just appear on paper in a free form type of uh, writing style for most people. 
Um, this is why like, I, I typically recommend positive focus here. Uh, you can do any type of journaling. You could just write your gratitude. You could, uh, you could just write your thoughts. If you have a lot of thoughts coming to your brain, like you can do anything. I do two, twice. I journal at night, which is like a brain dump. And that's where I just kind of drop my thoughts. But in the morning, I do positive focus every single morning. And positive focus is essentially a way to shift your perspective and choose to respond in calm, collective ways throughout your life versus reacting abruptly and, and getting fired up about shit too much. Um, and I've talked a lot about this on the podcast. You may have heard me talk about it before. But I mean, essentially, here's what you do. What, why lesson apply? Really, really simple. So what's the situation? Pick one thing that happened to you at least 50% of the time it should be negative because you want to find the positive inside of the negative that provides the best lessons. But it doesn't mean you should shy away from positive things because uh, you need to reflect on positive things as well so that you can continually repeat those positive things and continue to grow and, and receive positive things in your life. Uh, but nonetheless, what's the situation? So ideally, you do something relevant. So something happened today, something happened yesterday. Uh, but if you can't think of anything, pick any situation in your past as well. What is the positive in this situation? Find that positive within it. Even when you feel like there is no positive, there is always a positive in every single situation that you can take from it. It either leads to a positive thing, it taught you a positive lesson, or it literally gave you a positive thing that you couldn't see at first. After that, what's the lesson you are learning from this positive? So what's the situation? Why is it positive? What's the lesson inside of this situation and positive aspect? And then last but not least, apply. So how do you apply it to your four pillars, which was your body, your mindset, your relationships, and your business? So take this lesson and apply it in a, a, a tangible and applicable scenario inside of each of the, the pillars. So now you're, you're, you're reflecting, you're finding positive aspects to change the way your brain thinks, you're searching for lessons, and then you're immediately applying those lessons in your life so you can actually take action on changing. If you can run through this series of questions every single morning, your mindset will be unstoppable. You will process and handle things so much differently. Your stress capacity will be way higher. So things that are usually really stressful for you won't seem that stressful to you anymore because you're able to handle more. Um, I mean, you're literally finding lessons within everything you do and ultimately growing every single day because of it. Um, and I actually turned this into a, a PDF. So if anybody wants positive focus, it's completely free. You can click the link in the show notes. It'll go to a Dropbox download. Just download the PDF and copy it into your journal. You know, I mean, you can print them out if you want to. I have some clients that just print out a bunch of them. So if we do a 90-day outcome, they'll print out 90 and do it for 90 days straight. But you can also just journal it, right? What, why, lesson, apply. But I'm going to put that in the show notes. That way you guys can actually see it and read it after the podcast. Um, but that's your, that's your point three and four, meditation and journaling. So every day you journal, every day you meditate, you get two more points for that. So now we're four points in. The next pillar is relationships. Um, I'm not going to go too deep into this because... I am not a uh, marriage counselor. I'm not a uh, relationship specialist. I'm still working on mine. I'm still working on all my relationships. I'm still trying to learn the game of, of being married. So I'm not going to act as a pro here, but I am very happy and, and I've been implementing this for a long time. So I will share the process. Um, and in here, you're going to get two points if you are married or with somebody and you're going to get one point if you are not. And basically, we have uh, our spouse and then somebody else. So if you're single, you just have that one point because you're just giving it to somebody else, you're going to have seven points daily every morning. Um, but this is the most simple one, but almost probably one of the most effective because it provides the best oxytocin drip as, as you guys uh, listened to me talk about earlier, uh, because it keeps you wanting to do more for others because it just feels good to give. It feels good to appreciate. It feels good to be grateful. You can't be upset when you're grateful. It's motivating. So here's what you do. Send a note. That's it. 
super simple, but it, it makes a massive difference. And ideally, this note says the words love, appreciate, or honor within it, and it is delivered any way you want. I mean, I've done everything. I've done sticky notes, markers on the mirror. I've done short videos. I've done voice memos. I've just done a text. I've done an email, phone call, straight up to, to Shannon's face. <laughs> the point is, is you're telling someone you love and appreciate uh, that you love and appreciate them or you honor the relationship with them. You're giving them gratitude. You're doing something to show that person that you care, you love, you appreciate. Um, and for individuals who have a husband or wife, you'll get one point for giving them the gift of appreciation. This counts for boyfriends and girlfriends too, of course. And you get one point for connecting with a friend, family, coworker, or somebody else that just deserves your gratitude and that you want to show that appreciation. Uh, my only other suggestion here for those who uh, do have a spouse or in a relationship, have fun with this and get creative. Leave sticky notes around the house. Write it on mirrors, like I said. Um, shoot funny videos. Give cards. Do whatever you can. Um, I'd made a whole book full of these daily entries and gave it to her at the end of 90 days. Um, but it's just it, you kind of gamify it. Gamifying all these things within your morning routine makes it really fun and it makes it more impactful for you. But just remember that this whole idea of showing appreciation is just as much, if not more, for you than it is for everybody else. And what I mean by that is like, yeah, you want them to feel good about it. You want them to be happy. You sent them an appreciation note and you want them to feel good about it. But it's also for you. Like you want to resonate on that gratitude. You want to resonate on that appreciation you have for them because that's what fuels your, your consistent motivation to constantly grow and achieve more things to be grateful for and appreciate in life. Um, so nonetheless, that's your, that's your third pillar relationships. You get one point for spouse, one point for other. If you do not have a spouse, you just get one point for other, no matter what you're appreciating, what you have and who you have in your life every day. And the last but not least pillar is business or finance or whatever. And this one's really simple too. It comes pretty natural to most of us, uh, but it's still important to knock it out within the early uh, morning uh, part of your day. And this is just learn and teach or discover and declare or study and execute. Like you can kind of spin it however you want again. Uh, but point one comes from learning. Uh, you c it comes from studying your craft. So for me, as a fitness and nutritionist business owner, this basically means reading research reviews, nutrition textbooks, periodization articles, copywriting or marketing books, uh, traffic, website stuff, leadership, team building, things that help me master my craft. I would suggest spending at least 10 minutes here too, uh, but up to an hour, depending on how much time you have. I personally spend 20 minutes to 30 minutes at most, but 20 to 30 minutes every single morning reading something that helps me uh, master my craft, studying something in general. Uh, but the point here is to keep you in the trenches first and foremost, but point two is to elevate your knowledge because education is one of the only things that is infinite you can't ever know enough of. You literally can't ever know enough, period, because you can constantly educate and constantly learn more. And this is just reinforcing that. And it helps you grow. Like learning is growing, right? Educating is, is expanding. So, so putting yourself in a position to learn and grow every single day is just reframing your mind and your life to constantly seek growth. Um, I also suggest focusing on uh, reading until you have an aha moment or a light bulb goes off rather than having a timeline. Like, yeah, I said 20 to 30 minutes for me. But and you can set a time so you don't go overboard, of course, but because um, you don't want to ruin your schedule for the day. But if you just read until something clicks, then you write it down and sit on that thought. You'll ingrain the knowledge 10 times better. Uh, but if you just keep reading just to read as much as possible in this time frame, you'll likely skip over some powerful thoughts and fail to really extract what's needed. So for me, reading until I have that moment, I highlight it, I write it down, and I journal about how it applies in my life is much more powerful than reading for an hour and, and reading more words and pages just because I'm reading more words and pages. Um, 
Now, if you're not in a career that requires this uh, or you are in search of a new career, study something else. Personal development, fitness, love, marketing, relationships, cars, <laughs> like whatever you want to do, hiking, hunting, um, or the new career you do want to dive in, obviously study that if that's if you're in that position. Uh, but no matter what, you're reading to increase your knowledge. The whole purpose here is expand your brain. Um, and then point number two is teaching it. It comes from using the information because that what is what good is is learning and obtaining knowledge if you're not actually using the information you were taking in. This could be a blog, could be a video, could be an Instagram post, could be posting in a group you manage, could be simply sharing it with someone who will listen to you, um, can be teaching your kids or your or your spouse or anybody, a friend, um, could be somebody you mentor. Uh, it could even be journaling. Honestly, if if you have nowhere else to put it, at least write it down in your journal. But the point is, is you execute and teach what you've taken in. So you literally, no matter what, have to use whatever you just took in and learned, period. So the last category is business and you get a point for learning something, you get a point for using it or teaching it or executing with it. So if we put this all together, we have fitness, fuel, meditation, journal, note to spouse, if, if uh, applicable, note to somebody else in your life, you learn something, you teach something, you have eight points total and that's it. You just do it every single day. There's not much else to say besides get to work and start using this. The point of this routine is to push you to change, challenge your way of thinking, get you moving. And and really, again, I'm going to use this term that I used at the beginning, weaponize your body. I, I love that term because it just makes you feel like a badass. But your body and your mind are not only the two things you have control over constantly, which is very relative to the situation we're in right now in the world, um, but that's the fact. You have control no matter what happens in life. And they're your most valuable assets. Strip the money, strip social media, strip careers, strip any relationships you have, strip experiences, good or bad. What's left? Your health and your mind. And stripping all that away would not be a great thing to experience. It's not that I want that or I say that we need to strip that stuff away. But thinking about it in that way is good because it can kind of show you like what you actually have control over. Add to that, the way you develop your body and mind will forever dictate how the rest of the areas of your life pan out and develop. And that's probably the biggest lesson I took away from Resurrection Week and from years of doing a morning routine is that if I focus on all these four pillars, if I focus on all these things and I just do these simple things, like if you really boil it down to the fitness, fuel, meditation, journal, spouse, other, learn, teach, it's really simple. There's not that much shit and you get a point for each one. You can track it. You can check them off boxes. If you do that within the first hour of waking every day, I promise you your life will be on a different level and your, your growth will be on a completely different trajectory. Before I let you go, I just want to say thanks. I seriously appreciate you spending this last hour or so with me, educating yourself to get better results. It still humbles me to this day that people around the world literally have me in their headphones or their speakers just to learn. It's so empowering, and because of that, I have three quick things for you. The first one is a personal favor. Please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When you do this, not only does it help me learn and get better at making podcasts for you to get better results, but it helps us grow inside of iTunes, which allows us to invest more, again, to get you better results. The second thing, head over to boomboomformance.com slash sign dash up, or click the link in the show notes to get your free copy of The Nutrition Hierarchy. This is everything you need to know about nutrition to change your body composition or performance inside of a manual. I take the leading evidence inside of research and all the principles, methods, and tools based on some of the top professionals in the industry, and I put them all in a book so you can learn more about your nutrition and get better results. The third thing, this is a personal invitation to shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at cody at boomboomperformance.com. I will help you troubleshoot anything you need. 
This is literally an invitation to jump in my inbox and ask me anything you want and let me help you. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this time. I appreciate you being here, and I'll see you next time.